Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. Hello, hope you're okay. It's Friday the 22nd of December. Thanks ever so much for downloading our final podcast of the year. First up, it's been a chaotic start to the big Christmas getaway as an unexpected strike by Eurotunnel staff in France caused major disruption on Kent's roads. Trains were cancelled for several hours yesterday and although the dispute's now been resolved, it's had a huge knock-on impact on cross-channel traffic. Lorries are queuing on their way to Dover and Folkestone and there's also been gridlock on local roads. It comes on one of the busiest days of the year for travel. Earlier, I spoke to Toby how from the Kent Resilience Forum. Yesterday, as you're aware, there was a strike by Eurotunnel staff. Um, this was totally out of the blue. We had no advance warning of it. What that has now caused is a backlog of freight in particular and tourist traffic. So all of the freight and tourists that were heading for the tunnel yesterday then tried to divert to the port of Dover um, before the tunnel was reopened late yesterday afternoon. The problem is that a lot of the freight then in particular then had to then go and park up overnight somewhere. So what we've seen since the very early hours this morning is a huge influx of freight to the Port of Dover in particular, which has now caused a lot of congestion in that area. It will diminish throughout this afternoon. It's already a lot better than it was at about sort of three o'clock this morning. Um, the French customs booths at the port, they've now doubled, so there are lots more booths open. But there's also a lot of tourist traffic, of course. Today is the busiest day for tourist traffic heading across. So there is a lot of mix now of tourist traffic and freight um, trying to get into the port of Dover. And of course, when we spoke earlier this week, um, we were talking about how busy it was going to be on the roads even before we knew about this strike. And you said, you know, we haven't got Operation Brock. Obviously, now we have. Can you just explain what's going on there? So what we have is the the full Operation Brock is when we put out a lot of traffic management, etc., in advance, ready for these things. Based on the figures that we'd got from the Port of Dover and Eurotunnel, it wasn't going to be needed. However, with the strike yesterday, we then put in an emergency facility led by Kent Police, where it's not like the full operation brought with the contraflow and etc but they then do store um hgvs heading to the portals on the m20 between junctions eight and nine what we're hoping is that as things settle we'll be able to remove that later this afternoon but we'll be monitoring it throughout the day and what about for local traffic in dover i understand it's really busy down there at the moment is there any advice for people in that area really just allow a lot of time there is a lot of inconvenience sadly on those that are out and about in dover but also in folkestone because we have the round hill tunnel closed as well at the moment so it's the worst possible time people are trying to get out to do last minute shopping etc so please be patient um it's through no fault of anybody out there um you know spend a little bit more time because there will be delays within those towns but As I say, we are working very hard with partners to try and get all that cleared as quickly as possible. You can follow updates on the situation in the story on our website and listen to our sister radio station KMFM for regular travel reports. Elsewhere today, an inquest is opened into the death of a seven-year-old boy in a suspected hit-and-run near Folkestone. William Brown Jr. was knocked down by a van at Sandgate Esplanade earlier this month. A coroner has now concluded he died from catastrophic head injuries. A 49-year-old man from Dimchurch has been arrested in connection with the death and is out on bail. 
Police divers have been searching the River Dower in Dover as part of a murder investigation. It follows the death of Derek O'Hare, who was found at a property in Anstey Road last Monday. One person has already been arrested and charged. It's unclear what officers were looking for in the river, but they spent hours in the water yesterday. A father and son from Canterbury have been banned from keeping animals after two of their dogs were injured in a fox hunt. Roberts and Jack Mills failed to provide proper vet care and both admitted two counts of causing unnecessary suffering to an animal. The 66- and 22-year-olds from Little Orchard in Elham have been given a suspended prison sentence, ordered to pay £500 each and do 150 hours of unpaid work. Kent Online reports. Anyone out shopping over the next few days is being urged to keep their cool as shop workers speak out about violence, threats and abuse. It's feared there'll be a spike in offences as people head out for their last-minute Christmas shopping. Alex has spoken to Keith Jones, who's a trade union rep at a shop in Minster on Sheppey. Around about two-thirds of the retail workers that answered our survey have, in the last 12 months, received some form of verbal abuse. I mean, and just under half were actually threatened by customers. And when we mean threatened, we mean, for example, I'll be outside when you finished your shift. I know where you live and things like that. And it's, I don't, people just seem to act in a way when they go shopping that they wouldn't act if they were in a pub or if they were walking down the street. And I really don't understand it. Um, it, I just really, really don't understand why people have to treat people like that in this day and age. But have you been targeted? Yeah. Um, what's, been done, some, what's been, what's, what have you experienced? Um, I've experienced the verbal abuse, um, but one person did um, threaten me. But fortunately, because of what I do, I managed to talk them round. And it ended up that it was, they were just frustrated that when they were doing their shopping, they couldn't find what they were looking for and it was really busy and somebody had banged into them with a trolley and they were just having a really bad day and I managed to talk them around. Um, but that was me and I could do that. It didn't it didn't phase me. But, you know, you've got some people, some youngsters that work in these stores, they're still at school and they've got weekend jobs. They don't know how to handle situations like that. And it's just heartbreaking. How does it make you feel when it happens to you? It makes you feel worthless, to be honest. It makes you feel just worthless and just that, yeah, you're just worthless. That's how it makes you feel. It makes you feel worried because even if they don't, you do worry, especially if you're leaving your workplace when it's dark, you do worry that there is going to be someone there waiting for you because they haven't liked what's happened in the shop. So you start becoming paranoid. And part of the reason for the paranoia um, it was about about two years ago now, uh, down in Andover at Tesco's there, there was a person that collected the trolleys, was abused by three youths, and ended up, one of the youths hit him, and then he hit his head and he died. Um, so we have had people in, in this area that have actually been killed in doing their job in retail. So you do worry because you know that that's happened in the past, so you automatically think of the worst thing that could possibly happen when you do get some abuse in the shop. There is a very easy step that the, the government can take. Um, 
and the government can do this. Um, they've done it in Scotland. Uh, Daniel Johnson, who's a member of the Scottish Parliament, got a bill through there that actually makes it a separate offence to abuse or, or assault a shop worker. It is now a separate criminal offence in Scotland. We've been fighting for four or five years now to try and get this through Westminster. Unfortunately, the government will not do it. Um, in actual fact, uh, just last week, our General Secretary was giving evidence to MPs around some case studies of people that had suffered abuse to try and get this through. But at the moment, they're still digging their heels in, and I don't understand why. The incidents of abuse have started now to fall that, that, that we're getting reported because that law is acting as a deterrent. It's making people think twice. So if somebody is under the influence of alcohol or drugs, it's probably not going to have much of an effect. But as I've said, where nearly three quarters of the incidents were down to availability of things or customer irritation, as we call it, um, the customers are going to think twice before doing it if they know it's very easy to be prosecuted. Some sad news now as the company on Sheppey is going to stop manufacturing pharmaceutical products on New Year's Eve. Record Farm AB in Queenborough say almost 150 people are set to lose their jobs as they struggle to cope with rising costs. Staff at Pilgrim's Hospice say they're devastated after being asked to remove their shop from Canterbury Garden Centre. They've been running a concession at the site in Chartham for more than 12 years and have raised tens of thousands of pounds. Garden Centre bosses say they'll be renovating the space as part of a new development to make sure the business is viable for the future. Now there are calls for Kent police to be given more resources to fight a synthetic drug that's 50 times stronger than heroin. Nitazine has claimed the lives of 54 people across the country in the last six months. 12 of those were from the southeast. The increase in its popularity comes as the supply of heroin into Europe has been disrupted. Abby Hook from our colleagues at KMTV has been speaking to Medway GP Dr Julian Spinks. This isn't a new drug. It's one of a group drugs which actually was founded in the 1950s and it was decided it was too dangerous to use uh, by doctors prescribing it because it was so easy to overdose and it's because it's so much more potent it's about 10 times as potent um, as the next most potent drug and it can be mixed in so you've got people who are perhaps heroin users who don't realize it's been mixed in and they overdose on it um, the uh, drug suppliers like it because it's very small it's easy to move around and they're not dependent on supplies of opium coming uh, from places like Afghanistan um, because that has been pretty much cut off by the Taliban. How worried should we be here in Kent? Um, official figures show the drug has killed 54 people, six in the southeast in the past six months. How worried do we need to be? I think if you're a drug user, you have to be very worried because you have really no idea what you're getting when you, you buy an illegal drug. It's a mixture of perhaps the original drug or it could be anything else. And what we tend to see is people overdose because they think they're taking their normal dose and in fact they're getting a lot more. Kent County Council say they're working to increase awareness of its dangers. Kent Online News. A man's been charged after several women were approached and harassed in Maidstone. Some of the victims were with children when they were targeted in the street. A 24-year-old is due in court next week, accused of 12 public order offences. 
Three fire engines have been called to a flat in Chatham after a mattress caught alight. No one was hurt when the blaze broke out on the high street yesterday evening. It's thought to have been caused by a cigarette. There's a reminder that help's available for anyone in Kent who's struggling with money worries, relationship or health issues over Christmas. The County Council's Release the Pressure campaign offers free expert advice from trained counsellors. Kate has spoken to Jess Mukherjee from KCC, who says the festive period can be hard for some. It's a time of joy and celebration for lots of people, but it's also a time of great pressure. You know, there are costs of living problems that people have had for the last few years and that always comes into Christmas doesn't it we all want to give people wonderful presents and it's not always affordable it's also you know a time of sometimes people can feel quite lonely because you know we have pressure to socialize and sometimes we might not feel like that and it brings up I think quite a lot of issues that people have had all the way through their lives as well as pressures that people are experiencing in the present moment. And are there any um, are there any knock on effects like that this time of year? Obviously, in the press release, we touched on suicide, um, and that some people might sadly turn to taking their own lives at this time of year. Um, increases in things like dependence on alcohol and drugs and things like that. Do those things seem to increase at this time of year? Hey, you said it absolutely. You know, um, definitely in terms of the increases we see in domestic abuse around this time. Uh, definitely the links between drug and alcohol problems. People use these things as coping mechanisms. And also, you know, going back to the financial hardship, those things as well. But, you know, there are services there for people. And also, you know, the really important thing is when you start to feel low is to reach out and talk to somebody. That's the key thing. And people often don't want to do that because they don't want to be a burden on people. But you know what? People actually want to help. That's um, And there is help out there as well. And there's a text service that I'd like to tell you about, and which is called Release the Pressure. Uh, quite easy to remember. Um, and it's very easy to access. And it's a 24-7 counselling service text-based but is manned by professional people uh, and it's free and uh, the way you access it is you uh, text Kent or Medway if you live in Medway and the number is 85258 so it's quite easy to remember and if you forget that you can always google it release the pressure so services are out there and do reach out because it's the first step because people forget that emotions change. They, they change often moment by moment. So um, and there's lots of other partners that we uh, work with. So remember the Samaritans who are amazing and they're always there. Uh, and also the uh, Citizens Advice Bureau, who are really good and we're partnering up with them as well so that there is more uh, you know, advice on how to maximise your in- income as well. Kent Online reports. Plans have been approved for two care homes in Kent for children who need extra support with behavioural difficulties. The homes in Stone and Dartford will change to residential institutions. The children would have weekly or bi-weekly visits back home to go to educational placements during the day. A Medway vicar is looking to take over a nearby field to use as a graveyard because he's running out of burial space. Reverend Mark Borley says he has just a handful of plots left at Hoo St Werber Churchyard. He's negotiating with the parish council over the agricultural land that it bought 20 years ago. 
Three councils in West Kent have teamed up to stop violence against women and girls. An online survey has been launched to find out where people feel the most unsafe. Here's leader of Tunbridge and Walling Council, Matt Bolton. It's really good that we're doing this consultation. It builds off a lot of work that Matthew Scott, our Kent Police Crime Commissioner, has done about making sure that women and girls in all of our communities are able to feel safe. We're really lucky here in Tunbridge and Walling that we've got one of the lowest crime rates in the whole of the county, but that doesn't mean we're complacent in any way at all. And making sure that women and girls get the priority that they need and deserve is quite critical towards our strategies. We know that there are certain crimes where women and girls are much more likely to be victims of than men and boys are, and that needs to be given priority. So we've got lots of different initiatives which are primarily aimed at those vulnerable people. So for example, we have a service at the moment where you're able to um, report a particular concern that you've got into either Kent Police or the Council. That goes to the community safety users and then you'll get one-on-one support from specialist dedicated trained officers. And the reason that works is because we're working alongside Kent Police in all of this. We recognise that there is a important aspect which is looking to solve crimes where crimes happen but the most important thing is preventing anything happening in the first place and that's why our community safety unit is really important to making sure that the strategy can be implemented. It's happening now because we recognise that despite some of the awful incidents that we've seen over the years we need to do more as a society and that includes council doing everything it can and that's why we're really keen to hear views from anyone across the community to ensure that as best as possible we understand what their concerns are and we're working with the right partners to help resolve in those issues. And to me it's very important that everyone feels safe in our community all of the time, whether that's an urban or a rural community too. And we need to know your thoughts in a in order for us to be able to help you. Services are resuming at Rochester Cathedral today after a small fire. Part of the roof and heating system were damaged in the blaze on Wednesday. The building will remain closed to visitors while ventilation and cleaning work continues. Another vehicle has been damaged by anti-terror bollards in Canterbury city centre. A DPD delivery van was impaled by the automatically rising barrier near Westgate Towers. It's happened several times since the security system was introduced three years ago. A grieving son from Deal has written a Christmas song for his late mum, inspired by notes she wrote for him before her death. 64-year-old musician Paul Baker discovered her heartfelt words after Marjorie died aged 97 in a care home in September. When I went back to the house to go through the possessions, um, I found incredible notes that were hidden, one in a hanky drawer and two in diaries and two in a notebook. Um, of her telling me not to be sad and that um, I was so loved and she was proud of me and, and just amazing notes of love that a mother um, could could do for her son, um, still being a mum even after she'd passed. Um, these notes had really helped me with the healing process and I was compelled to write a song in her honour. Um, she looked after over 800 children in care during her 30 years for Kent County Council and made everyone feel special. So um, I decided to write a song for her um, and it's helped me deal with my own grief 
and the song is called Dear Mum Missing You This Christmas as it will be my first Christmas without her um, and I have written the song and released the song as well to hopefully help other people going through a similar tough time at Christmas um, and any um, funds that we raise are going to Marie Curie uh, an incredible charity who uh, look after uh, a lot of people at this Christmas time. You can hear the song in the story on our website. Some of Kent's most famous landmarks will be lit up green this evening to raise awareness for the NSPCC. They include Rochester Cathedral and Gravesend Clock Tower. The charity says staff will be providing ongoing support for children during the festive season. A former Michelin Guide restaurant in Ramsgate that's been empty for nearly a decade is making a comeback. The Asian Sons in Charlotte Court will be turned into a new restaurant and bar with a 60-seat performance space. Plans for the project have now been approved. And rare rainbow clouds have been spotted over Kent. The multicoloured lights are technically known as nacreous clouds. They were seen in areas including Sheppey, Maidstone and Whitstable yesterday afternoon. That's all from us today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Hope you have a good Christmas and New Year. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, X, Instagram, TikTok and Threads. You can also get details on the top stories direct to your email each morning via the briefing. To sign up, just head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.